0: Before we get into today's episode, I just want to highlight our podcast sponsor, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. You can transform negative thoughts into self-love today using our code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org and that will get you 20% off your purchase. You guys enjoy and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. I'm Haley. And today's episode, we, I don't know what we're officially calling this, to be honest. What are we just talking about going through a tough phase in life? Because that's what we're both in. Yeah,
1: like busy seasons of life where we're kind of being pulled in different directions. This is something that I feel like we've talked about kind of one-on-one. But I think that there are probably so many people going through this, whether you're headed back into the office post-COVID, maybe you're working different jobs. Like I'm working like three different jobs right now, and I'm like, what the hell is going on with my life on top of everything that else that I'm trying to do? And I just kind of felt like I could talk you guys through what balance looks like in my life, like how I'm kind of managing my self-care routine and, and how I'm kind of getting through this transition
0: you sounds you just sounded so official when you said that like here I am to give you tips on how (laughs) to stay balanced during a tough time and I'm over here like I don't even know what fucking tips I'm gonna share I'm just gonna let you guys know that I made it through yesterday I plan to make it through today I hope to make it through tomorrow (laughs) that's about where I'm at yeah you're like I have zero game plan (laughs) I just do this it's funny
1: though because I can actually think of Things that I see you doing that I think actually probably help you more than you realize, like you maybe aren't giving yourself credit for the preparation that you do.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Um, Maybe that's because like I feel like every day for the last three years I've been doing that. Maybe it's just I'm maybe it's just like so much my normal routine that I just don't even really consider it like I don't know. No. I don't even know how to explain yeah. it. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like the last several years working from home only, I've had it so good when it comes to working out, when it comes to cooking meals for myself mm. and just getting everything kind of done. But now that I am like commuting to an office occasionally and I'm doing all of these different things, I'm like Shit, I had it so good for so long and I'm having a hard time showing up for my workouts and doing things that were so normal for me. So I've kind of had to make some shifts and really get real with myself about like how to move forward and actually implement these things that I know are important into my
0: life. So that makes sense. Um, you did have it really good for a long time. I will, I will second that. Yeah. <laughs> I was always jealous of you being worked, like completely working from home mm-hmm. for as long as you did. Um, cause I haven't fully had that. I mean, not since I like literally wasn't working, but I was also really sick at the time. So it's not really, you know, that relaxing, but, uh, yeah. Managing your symptoms was like a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely still had a full-time job <laughs> of mm-hmm. that, but, um, Yeah. I mean, life is a little crazy. Life is up and down. I actually just like talked to my therapist about this, about how like, um, stress is such a trigger for me. Like stress makes my symptoms a lot worse, which I'm sure I've said on this podcast a million times already. But like, I think I have a little bit of like PTSD when it comes to like stressful events To where they're like extremely overwhelming and like way more overwhelming than they actually even need to be. Mm -hmm. So when like a job change happens or like, I don't know, like we just had another dog in our family pass away or like things like that that are kind of, you know, really intense. When those things happen to me, I feel like I don't even really know what to do Mm -hmm. properly to like handle it. I feel like I hide. And, like, that is how I process things. That Mm -hmm. is how I get through things is I literally will just sleep and, like, get stoned and, like, stay in my space by Mm -hmm. myself and, like, don't want to, like, really talk to anybody, even, like, family. I don't even really talk to my family during those moments. But And I think it's because I'm so scared of, like, the aftermath of it. Like, am I going to have a flare that's going to last for two weeks just because of this, like, stressful day that I had? Um, and I would say I'm a lot more manageable now. So like that doesn't actually really happen. It's not every stressful event sends me into some flare, but mm-hmm. I just that was the case for so long that I get so nervous. Yeah. But yeah, I was talking to my therapist about that. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. I like I shy away from things just because I think there's a chance that could be stressful. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't put myself through it. And then I'm like. I'm not even really like living my life over here because I'm scared of everything.
1: Yeah. You know, the book I'm reading right now called Burnout, it's about unlocking the stress cycle and like completing the stress cycle. It's very fitting. Yeah. But it sounds so interesting (laughs) because it's like you have that need to feel safe in Mm -hmm. your body. But so like being in bed is that one place that you probably can feel safe and you I don't know. It probably helps you. I was actually in the book, too. They were talking about how exercise is one of the best ways to complete the stress cycle. But obviously, for somebody like you who's chronically ill, you're not going to be working out. And she actually talked about how you could literally lay in bed and what you could do and just like tense up your body and like all of your muscles and like think about the stress leaving your body is a way to kind of replace exercise. And complete the stress cycle.
0: My mind just went totally dirty when you like mentioned that because I'm like, wait, is she saying that you should lay in bed and have orgasms because you're like, tense up your body? <laughs> like, Yeah. No. I'm I, like, wait, but I do this already.
1: <laughs> I mean, whatever works for you. Right? I'm doing this correctly. Yeah. Sorry. No, I might have to have you read that section because I love that they mentioned that during the book because obviously not everybody can just move their body and work out their yeah. limitations to that. And I just thought that it was super helpful. helpful.
0: Maybe I should just read that book in general. Yeah. Next. Definitely. It could be good. But yeah, so um, obviously your work schedule has changed quite a Both of our work schedules have changed quite a bit over the last month and a half, I feel like. But um, yeah, what are you doing to like remain feeling under control of all of the changes that are happening?
1: Yeah, I think honestly, my biggest tip is really just I'm not trying to be perfect. I am not holding myself to this perfect standard of I must work out every day. I must read every day. I must do all of my work things every day. I must do all of these things. I more so have this idea of what balance means in these transitionary phases of my life. And sometimes that's going to mean I'm not going to get my workout done. That's going to mean that I'm going to freaking skip breakfast and like, not stay super hydrated. It means I'm going to fuck up a lot. (laughs) So I think just knowing that is actually helpful though, because so often I think people, especially when it comes to working out, you expect perfection out of yourself. And so when you have a week where you don't work out, which for me was like so abnormal, Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't, I didn't just give up. I was like, okay, now what small shifts can I make to actually make this happen? So I think, for one, just like not setting a super high standard for myself. But then when it comes to taking action, it's really doing the small things. And it's like filling up a water bottle before I head out in my car to the office, it is packing snacks in my backpack that I can eat so that I'm not. It's not noon and I'm like, shit, I'm lightheaded because Mm -hmm. I haven't had anything to eat. It is like mixing up something like a shake or making a piece of toast for breakfast. It's really just like starting small and kind of getting the ball rolling and doing the little things that I know that I can
0: So this makes a lot of sense to me because I think about, like, me personally and when I started going into the office a lot during the week, like, I wasn't used to that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because max, I was usually out of the office for one day a week or, like, out of the house for one day a week, I met. And um, one thing I noticed that I personally do, which I noticed, so I'm not doing it as much. I mean, obviously, it still happens, but I would, like go to work for the day. And yeah, I wouldn't prioritize my hydration. I wouldn't prioritize when I was eating. I wouldn't even prioritize pooping. That sounds so stupid, but like you have to prioritize pooping. That's like just a fucking thing that happens when, at least when you become an adult, maybe if you're in your early twenties, you don't care about pooping right now. That's cool. Enough alcohol is probably moving through your system to help you poop. But (laughs) that's a side note. But uh, like I would leave the house super early and I wouldn't poop first. And then I would just feel shitty, literally shitty all day because I didn't get my morning poop in. And I'm like, that's important. I like, oh, I'm doing so many things for other people in the office that like, oh, I'll like get my water later. Like, Jess, just get your fucking water. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It
1: literally takes Nobody two Nobody cares seconds. if you
0: step away. To get yourself water, they will Mm -hmm. appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. like, even prioritizing my lunchtime, if I don't eat by noon, I literally can't think straight. And even just yesterday, you know, it was like 1 30, and I was like, shit, I haven't gone home to eat lunch yet. What the hell am I doing? And it really just screws me up. And I tend to put all of those needs on the back burner when I'm working for somebody else. And so I'm really trying to get that ingrained in my head. Like, no, nobody cares if you need to step away and do these things, like just step away and do them. You don't need to feel guilty for like doing things you need to do for yourself.
1: Absolutely. But I also
0: think it's interesting when you're saying like, you don't like you're remembering that you don't have to be perfect because I think that's something that people with chronic illness had to learn right away. Right. It's like you can't do everything you want to do in one day. Sometimes you can't get out of bed today and that's fine. Like you, Mm -hmm. you know, you learn to live with that thing. But I do feel like quote unquote, healthier people have the feeling that they need to do as much as they can in one day. And it's like, you really don't, it doesn't matter if you're chronically ill. It doesn't matter what your situation is. You don't have to get every single thing done every single day. Mm -hmm. You can't even like, plan for what your day is actually actually going to look like. No matter how hard you try, something can come up, something can throw you off your routine. So yeah, it's okay to not be perfect, to not get everything done in one day.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's especially hard as I am an Enneagram three, which is the achiever. And I just have this like need to like do everything really well and succeed. So I feel like when I get stalled in my progress, which I have felt so much with my business recently because I am spending so many hours on other people's businesses that when it comes to like creating my course or rewriting Mm -hmm. my website content, this is all stuff that I want to do. I get so down on myself when I'm like, shit, it's been like three weeks and I haven't had much time to work on these things. But then I am still taking action and making progress forward and it's not something that I've completely deprioritized yeah. it's just a matter of like what I have to do first you yeah, know
0: yeah. I mean and you don't get paid to sit and create your own content sadly you don't. I don't you know what I mean yeah. like that shit just unfortunately has to go on the back burner when you're trying to make money most of the time you're getting paid to build other people's businesses mm-hmm. not your own at least not right now and so yeah it's like shit you know yeah you do have to put it The last on your list when you're trying to make money.
1: (laughs) Well, I do keep trying to remind myself too that even though it's taking a while to build these things, as soon as they're built, they're going to be running and going. Like I'm not going to have to redo all of this work. So I try to remember that I'm still, you know, taking steps forward. Yeah. So I like it. Um, I'd also say that I think one of the biggest things for me that actually helps is to write down the things that I want to do. I do this in my planner and then I do this when I journal and it's just like a list of these mini goals and these things that I want to get done and that actually helps me get them done. Like I have a weekly to-do list and then I just check things off. I started putting my workouts on there. I started putting to listen to a podcast or to read because I I knew that that was getting on the put on the back burner and it actually helps me get shit done.
0: Do you do a daily checklist? Every day too, or just on so, your, like days, you know, you're going to be super productive.
1: Yeah. So normally <laughs> on Sundays I'll, or Monday mornings, I'll make a list of everything I need to get done that week. And then I just kind of work through it. So what I did this week was I made the overall list and then I looked at my planner and was like, okay, I can do these things this day, these things this day. So it just helps me feel a little bit more organized because it's also really easy to get like sucked into your cell phone or Mm -hmm. when I'm working from home to get sucked into like household chores and things like that. So I mean, it just helps me to kind of schedule it and write it down.
0: There is no better time to clean the house than when you have a list of other things you're supposed to be doing. Totally. It's the only time I get the urge to clean <laughs> is when I'm trying to procrastinate something else. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. But I was I asked about the daily checklist because like a weekly mm-hmm. checklist, it definitely feels much more realistic mm-hmm. um, just because obviously like we just said, you can't completely plan every day and have it work out exactly as you plan. But like a weekly checklist is smart. Because then you know what's in your head to, like, think about when you do have the time to actually do it. Then you have that list that you can go over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like another thing is really actually spending more time doing the thing and taking action to do the thing than thinking about doing the thing. Yeah. I find this, like, when it comes to working out, I'll be like, God, I have to work out. Like, I really don't want to. And then I'm like, okay, mix my pre-workout turn on music, go get dressed, walk downstairs, grab your laptop, start the fucking workout. Like, just do it.
0: It's like being anxious before, I don't know, like being anxious to have to study for a test or Mm -hmm. something. And it's like just study for the test. You're making yourself more stressed out. Yeah. And you're just prolonging the time that you're anxious about it by thinking about how much like you have to do. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like there is this analogy that's like, eat the frog or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I've not heard. Like the thing that you don't want to do, basically like bite the bullet, just like do it. I don't know. I need to look this up and see if this is really a thing. Eat the frog. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: yeah. And then, I mean, is there anything else that you kind of want to add? Um, no, I think I really just like the fact that you said the like, just remember, you don't have to be completely perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> on your day being planned out. But yeah, I mean, honestly, for me personally, with how up and down my life has seemed the last few weeks, I just want to remind everybody that like it's okay to ask for help um, if you're feeling stressed about the world. Honestly, everybody's feeling stressed about the world right now. Our world is on a whole new level right now. Mm-hmm. So. It's okay to not be okay. Um, I know for me, like obviously starting therapy has been super helpful. I think I cried my entire last session. You did? (laughs) Yeah. Because I did. Yeah. Everything she asked me, I was just like, (laughs) I can't talk about this. (laughs) Um, I mean, I got out what I could, but definitely just feeling way more emotional than usual than usual. Um, Yeah. I mean, I've been taking a lot of CBD to help calm my system been taking my anxiety medication lately but I don't usually take that I mean I take it sometimes but it's not like a regular thing for me so mm-hmm. when I am like feeling like I'm regularly taking it then I know like okay like things are a lot crazier and a lot hectic right now yeah than usual but I also just remember like to tell myself it's okay I will get through this I've gotten through it before you know it'll I'll have the bright warming times again here soon, Mm -hmm. hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. You just got to get through the dark times too.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of curious actually, when you talk about taking your medication, because this is probably something that is obviously vital for managing your symptoms with chronic illness. I'm curious how you stay on top of your medications when life is so hectic.
0: Um, That's a great question. I would say I've gone a thousand different ways with trying to like set reminders and stuff for myself on taking things and honestly there's no perfect way to do it I don't think um for me I mean I do I do have like an apple watch that like will vibrate at like five o'clock every day which is when I'm supposed to take like my medications as far as supplements I used to have those I used to have timers for those too Mm -hmm. but I mean if you have chronic illness you're probably taking supplements like every few hours and it's kind of annoying but yeah I mean like for now I think I've done it so long that like I know as soon as I get a symptom I need to co-take my supplements because like
1: so it's like you kind of have this cue within your body that is like okay now I need to go do this yeah
0: and I think that's probably I've probably trained myself to like listen to my body over the last few years like that. But before, I mean, I used to package them. Mm -hmm. You remember how I used to package them Mm -hmm. like in the little baggies Yep. one day a week, I would sit down and package in little teeny Ziploc baggies all of my supplements for the week. And I think I was taking like four or five different rounds of supplements during each day. Mm -hmm. And then I would have literally a reminder on my phone for every single time I had to take them Whereas now I'm not taking nearly as many supplements, thank God. But now I'm just like, oh, like it's time to take my supplements because I'm feeling really like brain foggy or like feeling weird pain in some part of my body. I don't know. It just, it's easier now, but it takes time. I mean, I still don't have a perfect. There's still days where I forget to take them and I'm like. Forgot to take it yesterday because yesterday was so hectic. Like, it just happens.
1: Yeah. And again, like, progress over perfection. Exactly. Yeah. So we hope that this episode, though, can help you if you feel like you're in a busy season of your life or a transitionary phase and you just feel like you're all over the place. We hope that this can help you kind of, I don't know, relate a little bit and find a way to kind of make these things work in your life and just feel a little bit more balanced and better about where you're at. So thanks for tuning
0: in. Yeah, thanks guys. And we'll see you next time.